everybody. Welcome back to The Last Lesbian Bar. I'm V. And I'm Havoc. Happy New Year! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's been a minute. (laughs) Yeah, like, you know, not that long at all. In the grand scheme of life. (laughs) Just a few short months, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know what? Um, The holidays were here and we wanted to give everybody the opportunity to spend time with their loved ones and didn't want them to be distracted oh yes 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 yeah no this was totally out of consideration to the listeners and not at all a reflection of our own busy schedule right exactly (laughs) that's it (laughs) gosh we're so nice (laughs) i know right jeez yes well i'm actually really excited about the timing though because um i think that when you and i were planning to do this you had mentioned that it's like the anniversary-ish of this episode. Yes, it's the one-year-ish anniversary of um, episode nine, which, you know, we've lovingly coined the Top Mon episode. And uh, I just want you to take a guess at how many views this episode, well, one of the parts of this episode has. Is it is it the Top Mon part? Yes. <laughs> um... I'm not very good at and, these things. And I'll give you an, a, a, a little guideline. Like um, the entire episode, I think the others average around like 15 to 20 million views. Okay. I was going to guess around 14 million, but that feels low now. Um, 25 million. No, uh, 30 million. 30 million. Okay. Is that your, okay. Final 41 answer. million. <laughs> 41 for the one part. Yep. Yep, for just that part. Jesus, the thirsty gaze. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so happy anniversary, guys. <laughs> Let's celebrate. <laughs> okay, you said that like it's been lovingly coined Top Mon episode, but I feel like it's like accurately been coined that because I this is my first time rewatching episode nine, I think. And I don't think that I got to appreciate how Toppy Mon is until rewatching. Are you serious? What did you think when you watched it for the first time? I think that I was uncomfortable. <laughs> oh my god, she is the top energy is is everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I I think that I was just like uncomfortable with her being so toppy and so I just like I think I just like blocked it out. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Oh, but it's fine. I think I just wanted to ask you or I wanted to tell you about my drink. I posted it on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. does the green come through on the screen? Can you see how green this is? It looks a little bit like pickle juice. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I like pickle juice too. So, <laughs> is that what it is? No. Ooh, but I should get a pickleback shot. Um, no, <laughs> this is called the payback. My friend got me the recipe, and it's like a kiwi jalapeno tequila drink, and it's yummy. Oh, okay. Actually, interesting combination well i was gonna say i actually shared this with you but you have decided not to drink the same drink as me <laughs> which i am greatly offended I, by <laughs> i have i i had some other options um presented to me that oh, i had to take up on some better so. options <laughs> <laughs> tell me about those better options well i'm drinking um whiskey but <laughs> I was going to say, oh, so exciting. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. Let me preface this by saying I'm not 
bougie, okay? But my friends are super mm. extra. So it was the holidays, and we usually do a friend's gathering and friend's gift exchange. And so I had previously forced my friends to watch the first episode of Gap. And they liked it enough that they kept watching on their own and finished the series, which I was super psyched about, right? Mm -hmm. But I did not expect to get to open my gift and find <laughs> the glasses that Mon and Sam used in episode eight when they were attempting to complete the mission. <laughs> like, wait, like the actual glasses? glasses? I mean, I, who it looks exactly like it. Okay. It's just like it. And then I opened the, another gift and it's like a fancy ass gift box inside. And I'm like, what in the hell is this? Right. Like it looks so fancy. Mm -hmm. And I open it and it's the um, <laughs> it's the Remy Martin cognac bottle that like Jim gifts them to help them complete the mission. Like the bottle or like the booze? Oh, no, no, no. Just the bottle. Like, the booze is, like, thousands of dollars. Okay, I was going to say, I how think. much do they love you? <laughs> I mean, I, but I, I think they love me a lot because even if it's just the bottle, it still wasn't cheap. I'm very sure. It came with its own fucking gift box. It came with its own, like, little booklet of, like, cert like certificate of authenticity. Like, this is a batch number, blah, blah, blah. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> I am very excited for you, but I'm also rethinking my gifts now. I'm like... <laughs> Do, am I loved enough? <laughs> well, did you get a bottle? Um, no, no, <laughs> no. I'm like, I was like, oh, it's so bad. I don't even remember what my gifts are. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I mean, this is this is too much. They're just being extra. Like, this is not this is not by any means the typical gift exchange. But they like went out of their way to do this, and I I'm really happy. I laughed my ass off when I opened it. <laughs> So Can I see? yeah, yeah. Here you. Oh, it's so pretty. <laughs> um, but sadly, I'm drinking this alone. There will be no mission complete tonight. Oh my lord! <laughs> <laughs> Have you already been drinking? I was like, does the, do the listeners need that extra tidbit? <laughs> I'm, I mean, they're gonna want to know. Obviously, oh, okay. <laughs> Oh lordy. Okay. All right. Do we have any other shit to go over? Um and like order of business. No, what are we drinking? <laughs> right. <clears throat> Usually we give a little bit of update on Frain Becky. Um oh, yeah. they're just very very busy filming right now. They're filming for the movie Uranus 2324 and the series called The Loyal Pin. And mm -hmm. they're sort of switching um between the two right now, so it's it's very intense. Like they're having to to film for one in a week and then film for the other the next week. Oh my god, that is that's too much mental energy. I couldn't do that. Yeah, I know. It probably takes a some effort to like get into the right mindset. Yeah, considering that one is set in the past and one is set like in the future future. Right. I mean, there's time travel, so they may have been in the past. I, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, is there time travel in, in Uranus twenty three twenty? Oh my god! Uh, no, 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 no. It's 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 multiverse yeah. travel. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get it now. Yep, that's why I stopped myself. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I show what a bad fan I am. <laughs> I was just like, what is this show about? <laughs> yeah, who's in it? What are we watching? <laughs> 
<laughs> Whatever. I'm still there to support, even if I don't know all the details. Right. Uh, of course. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I'm like I'm very eager. <laughs> I I've been so ready to get into this episode, um, but it's kind of sad the way part one start so like it's just mon crying her eyes out on her chair <laughs> yeah she's um re- replaying their fight where kunsam called her a wontong which is like a two-timing hoe basically yuki calls at some point to like ask what happened and try to comfort her but of course it doesn't work mon is just too busy like crying about how kunsam doesn't love me anymore and she hates me and yeah yeah, she's being really sad, and I do. My heart really does break for her. But the camera pans to her corkboard with all the photos of Kunsam, and like I don't know why it just looks like a fucking crime board to me. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> these are too many photos to have of your boss that you just barely started making out with. I mean, she's her idol. Like she had those beforehand. <laughs> you know what? I I forget. I was not normal. I didn't. I didn't do things like this. I never had posters up in my wall. I never had like people that I had crushes on on my wall. I did, but not like all over the walls, just like a <laughs> section of something. <laughs> and this is why you didn't end up with your idol. <laughs> I, I'm not, I wasn't dedicated enough. <laughs> yeah, your commitment wasn't enough. <laughs> so at some point, Mon clearly falls asleep, probably cries herself to sleep. Um, and when she wakes up in the morning, it's Kirk who's calling her. And like, he's just like, you don't sound good. Did you just wake up? And I'm like, shut the fuck up, Kirk. You've blown up my life. <laughs> Yeah. Um, she also changed her outfit at some time overnight, and but like not into pajamas, into an, a whole other outside outfit. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yes, I'm like, what do you wear? Like, what is this? Like, did it? Did a whole like did 36 hours elapse? And this mm-hmm. is like the the second day kind of thing. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, so Kirk calls, <laughs> and he's like, I confessed to Kunsam, like, I told her that I was Ronaldo Gogawa, so, you know, you don't have to worry anymore. Like, better that she's mad at me than to, like, continue to take it out on you, which doesn't mean anything to Mon, because that's not really what this is about. <laughs> oh, Lord. And, and I mean, and everything is blown up. Everything is too late. Like, I don't even know how Mon manages to ask Kirk about Kunsan without just like starting to sob all over again because she asks how she is or what she said or something yeah I think maybe she was you know still half asleep drained has cried all of her feelings out (laughs) (laughs) oh couldn't help but want to know and Kirk tells her about it he's like oh yeah I got an earful but I did it for you Mon because I didn't want Kunsan to be mad at you Whatever, dude. Like he, this is your the whole reason they got in a fight is because you made Mon keep your secret. Ugh, but he apologizes on Kunsam's behalf, and then he's just like, "Oh, you know, I never thought she'd get so mad or jealous." Um, mm. clearly enjoying <laughs> the fact that she cares about him, or so he thinks. Yeah, so he thinks. Poor, I, you know, I feel like annoyed with him, but also like he will only get to live in this delusion for just a little <laughs> bit longer. So I'm kind of like, okay, you go ahead. Let him have it. <laughs> oh, that's so right. sad. <laughs> so our next scene <laughs> is uh, Kunsam and Kirk getting coffee. And so now Kirk is relaying the message to Kunsam that he's talked to Mon. Um, and he notes to her that she didn't sound so good, but she said that she had just woken up. And I'm like, God, Kirk, like let a person live. <laughs> 
but to be fair, like Hunsan was not interested at all in anything he had to say until he said her name, Mon's <laughs> name. So, you know, she's grabbing onto that. Okay, like this is my in. I can talk to her, not realizing like it's about Mon, not like Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I suppose that's true. She does. She does focus on it. And Kirk, I think, like, tries to be cutesy with her. Yes, um, because he's trying to explain that he's, like, going to tell everybody at the office that it's just a misunderstanding. It's going to be all right. And he says to Kunsam, I'm still the same adorable lover of Mon Boss. <laughs> and <laughs> Kunsam side-eyes him so hard. Like, I could barely see her irises. <laughs> oh, God. When he said, like, I'm still your adorable lover, I was just like, oh, my God, stop. Stop. This is so mortifying. Right? The secondhand embarrassment is is so strong. Intense. <laughs> yes. I think he's like, oh. I wish we could go on a date right now. And Kunsa was yes. just like, stop being inappropriate. <laughs> Every time he tries anything, she's like, you're being rude. You're being impolite. That's not appropriate. It's hilarious. Like, And he stop never this. catches on. <laughs> no. He's just like, oh, working women are so charming. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, she's Gabra. Like, it's not that she's a working oh, woman. It's God. that she's uninterested. She does not care about you in the least. Sorry to tell you. <laughs> so I guess to, like, wrap up this coffee date, Kunsam says, like, she doesn't want any more secrets. And Kirk says, okay, you know, same from you. And Kunsam's like, yeah, no secrets. Yeah, but they're both keeping secrets from each other. Yes. Okay. I completely forgot, I'm not going to lie, I completely forgot about the fact that Kirk is still keeping that big secret. <laughs> because all I can think about is how is Kunsam not, I just like, I don't know, I don't know how you can say that. No more secrets and know that you are completely keeping a huge secret. Right. Like the fact that you are in love with Mon. Right, yeah. Um. So I guess it's like kind of fair that Kirk is also keeping Nita away, uh, from Kunsam. Wow, Kirk apologist here, huh? <laughs> I do start to feel like a little bit of a Kirk apologist. I'm not going to lie. Because I start to feel increasingly bad for him. Like, the more that his little innocent little bubble gets burst, the more I'm yeah. like, oh, no, Kirk. <laughs> uh, I do feel bad for him, but I think you feel worse for him. So I'm glad that at least you're more of that than I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh. my thing is like I only get to feel bad for him for like a little bit. Like just like he only gets to enjoy this for a little bit, I only get to feel bad for him before he like becomes mm, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Oh, Kirky boy. Mm -hmm. Well anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're back to Mon's place. And she's like in bed, not getting up, and her mom is like you know, hey, it's the afternoon. Should get out of bed. And mom's which I just like, have to say, like, I have never been woken up in the early afternoon. It's always like six thirty a.m. And my grandmother would come in, like, it's almost nine. What are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, it's it's def first of all, absolutely not almost nine. Second of all, it's the weekend. What are you doing? <laughs> oh my god okay wait but like that's how i tell time like you know like <laughs> someone's like you want to do something i'm like oh my god it's almost 12 and they're like it's 9 a.m and i was like yeah but then i eat and then i shower and then i do it's basically noon oh my god no <laughs> yeah oopsies 
<laughs> well, I guess maybe because she's not feeling well, her parents are giving her some latitude. Mm. Is that the right use of the word? They're giving her some space. Yeah, um, some latitude, yeah. Okay. To a certain extent, but but right now mom is like, "Oh, you're still not feeling well. Is that really it or like is it because you fought with Kunsam?" How does she know about it? I'm assuming that mom told her about it. Or is she making an assumption? Are you being serious right now? Did she tell her mom? No, no, no. She <laughs> Okay, let me <laughs> So so Mon is like, absolutely not. It's not about Kunsan. Why would you even like, what are you even saying? And her mom says, hmm, so how come she's here to see you then? Oh, that's right. That's right. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are we playing a bit? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> no, that's just me. <laughs> Great. I'm excited because I, I hope more of these little things come up because that'll make this podcast so much more fun. <laughs> Thanks. So now we know that Kunsam is there to visit Mon, and <laughs> <laughs> Mon looks at her mother and then, like, back down. And I'm like, what is she going through mentally, like, thinking about this? Um, and her mom's like, get up. Don't make her wait. And Mon's like, nope. I'm not going down. Yeah, I'm not going there. And then she pouts. It's so cute, but also, like, so bratty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, her little hand in a fist. Mm, yeah, not going I'm not down. doing it. <laughs> I don't care she's here. You can't make me. <laughs> but no one's going to make her. Because you know what? She can't resist. I know. Of course she can't resist. Who would who would be able to resist? Yeah. So, Queen Sam is in the living room with um with Mon's parents. And she's looking at this, like, photo album that, like, I'm sorry. Like, I laugh at the photo album because we start out with, like, two pictures of the dog. Okay. Then we move on to two pictures of Mon as a child, I think, with the dog. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. But then the right. next set of photos, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> is Mon doing, like, seductive face and we want that in our photo album? Absolutely not. They're random photos of Becky Armstrong. <laughs> like, they're absolutely not Mon photos. Like, they couldn't even find, like, the most Mon photos out of Becky's Instagram account. Like, <laughs> I was like, really, like, were there no better photos from her fucking account? Because, like, what is that close-up shot of her, like, with that face? I know, I know. It was hilarious to me. Like, um, <clears throat> I laughed my ass off, but then I looked at Kunsam, and she looks so pretty here. <laughs> she did. She looks so pretty and so sad and wistful. Mm, yes, <laughs> yeah. I will agree with you. Like, my heart is just so full for Kunsam. Um, I mean, like, I don't want to spoil it, but I am really glad that Mon ends up spying and getting to see how beautiful Kunsam looks as she, you know, misses Mon. So Kunsam's Kunsam's mom. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hold our horses here. Mon's mom is trying to figure out how to politely tell Kunsam that Mon is not going to be coming downstairs. Yeah, she's having this silent conversation with dad, and dad's like, I'm not doing it. You tell her. <laughs> oh, I feel like that's true, like, parented in relationships. Like, you do it, no, you do it. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Um, but, of course, like, mom ends up deciding that, okay, I'll do it. So she starts to try to tell Kunsam, but Kunsam already knew what she was going to say. She cuts it, and she's like, I can wait. I haven't finished looking at mom's pictures. and I start crying <laughs> Wait, like literal or like figuratively i 
<laughs> no, 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 figuratively. Like I I'm already sad watching her like look at this photo album. Like I'm pretty the, the reason I haven't rewatched these later episodes is cuz I'm just too busy fucking crying. So like everything is setting me off right now. Oh no, and... don't cry here. <laughs> <laughs> I might, no promises. <laughs> I wasn't crying figuratively, but I was really moved by these scenes because there was something about Kunsan like not looking over at the parents and just focusing on the photos and saying, I can wait, like knowing that the, like knowing that Mon wasn't going to come down. There's just like something for me, I think, in her being able to have already been prepared for the fact that like Mon wasn't going to easily come and forgive her, but her kind of saying, I'm not going anywhere. Like, I don't know. There's just something about it that like really touched my heart. Yeah, of course. She wasn't going to leave until she at least got to talk to Mon and hopefully get her to forgive her. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, this is the kind of repentance that I need from a lover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I remember you saying things like this, and I'm just like, this is this is a lot. Like, <laughs> I know. I can't help it. <laughs> and then she like uh, is talking about how adorable Mon was as a kid. And the mom is like, oh, she grew up so well because you were her inspiration. Yeah. Um, and Kunsam replies, like, no, she grew up well because of you, um, Krupon, which is like teacher pawn. Um, you were kind to me and Sua, and I've never forgotten that. And my heart is just hurting for Kunsam because, like, she didn't have that growing up. She didn't have that kindness in her life. Ah. <sighs> <laughs> why are you getting so heavy so soon like i i'm sorry but this is what i mean like everything is like just stabbing me a little bit <laughs> um, yeah kunsam continues like seeing singha now reminds me of sua which is um the, the dog when they were both kids and I know that she's thinking, like, reminds me of Sua and Baby Mon and when I was, like, happy. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I was thinking about, <laughs> you're going to be annoyed with me because I'm taking this in a different direction. But I was thinking, like, God, Kunzam's going to be a great daughter-in-law. Like, she knows all the right things to say. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like. Of course she does. She was brought up to be proper. Like, yes. <laughs> oh God, I could take these kinds of lessons. Um, and she like don't reflects. you there was some sort of like etiquette lessons before like Asian daughter in laws or? Wait, did you, you know? say? Did you say it? Do I wish that there was? Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, that'd have been good because my wife sucks at preparing me for shit with her family. <laughs> like I'm just fumbling. <laughs> Why didn't say? you do your own homework? Oh, I don't do that either. I get by on my cuteness. <laughs> Oh my god, get out. <laughs> they all love me. It's great. Okay, anyways. Um I tell me if I'm missing anything in between, but the next thing that I'm thinking about is when mom notes to Kunsam like, Mom says you've changed, but you haven't, you're still the same. That okay, this is the point where I started crying and didn't stop. Because oh my god, like <laughs> because for for um teacher Pon, like she still thinks of Kunsam as that that kind and lonely kid from school you know and, and then like whatever the media images of her but she always knew her from when she was young and possibly like a more authentic version of her and it just hurt my heart because like like I said like Kunsam 
didn't have somebody who like thinks of her with such kindness and and, and love mm-hmm. in her family. I mean, like, I don't doubt grandmother loves her, but it's a different kind of love, like a different display of love, you know, like. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that just hurt me. So I don't think that this is what affected me yet, because I think that, like, instinctively, my thoughts were like, how can you say to her that she's still the same? Like, you don't know her. I'm guessing that she can see that Kunsam isn't just saying things that she's supposed to say that she really, like, means it. Um, and that she saw his fond memories of Sua and Mon growing up and like, you know, remember that she was sending money for the dog food and care and stuff like that. Like, so she's remembering all of the, her own personal connections with Kunsam and still seeing this kind person now. Yeah. I mean, I don't doubt that she has her reasons for saying it. I just think that sometimes people make broad statements off of limited (laughs) experiences. And I just like, I'm just particular, like about saying things that aren't accurate or like, I'm just, I'm just particular. So like my instinct was to be irritated by this. So like, so this wasn't the part that made me emotional. Like what made me emotional was when Kunsam ends up agreeing with the mom and saying like yes like I am the same sadly I'm still a coward afraid to make decisions um and like that was the part that fucking gutted me when Kunsam views herself as this like cowardly stunted person who hasn't grown beyond her childhood experiences like that's the part that really got me mm-hmm yeah, and um, teacher Pong just responds like, you know, no, like maybe it's because you've been working so hard, like you've barely had any time for yourself, I bet. Um, you've always been really smart, really clever, but even clever people can feel exhausted too. Mm-hmm. So why don't you try to find some time for yourself and then you might understand what your heart truly wants and then you can make, you know, those decisions that you, you want to make. And I just, like, really appreciated that, like, parental advice because, like, again, that's not something that Kunsam really received because her parents passed when she was young. Mm-hmm. So I just, like, really felt for Kunsam because she probably needed somebody like that in her life to tell yes. her, like, it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. That, like, that definitely was just, like, oh, her being so kind, you know, and gentle to her and, like... I think, like, not necessarily saying to her, like, no, that's not true, you're not cowardly, but just being, like, saying, like, be kind to yourself, like, give yourself grace and, like, you know, take time for yourself, how to, I guess, like, in a way, address some of your concerns, but without being so, I don't know, like, direct or heavy-handed. I don't know, there's just something that was so gentle about this approach that I really appreciated. Yeah, and you know that Kunsam really appreciates it too because she says to her, like, you remind me so much of my mother and, like, thank you for worrying about me. Oh. And my, <laughs> I, oh man, my heart hurts so much for her because, like, yeah, it's like she, that, that motherly care, like, you, it's, it's hard to replace. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm going to cry already. Oh my God. I'm telling <laughs> you, like, it's... <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. That that does get me and I'm really glad that she has it there because 
I don't know. I just think about how a lot of people don't have it for whatever reason. Either you lost a parent or you guys are not on good terms or whatever it may be. And so just having that, I think, can be so meaningful. So and then Kunsam's or uh, and then the mom offers to have Kunsam take the dog for a day. Um, and Kunsam like goes to sit on the ground and she calls the dog over. Yeah, and it's hilarious because when when the parents see that Kunsam sat on the floor, they're like panic and they rush to sit on the floor too because they don't want to disrespect Kunsam by like sitting on the couch when she's on the floor. Oh, yeah, she's like, y'all don't need to do all that. And they're like, no, 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 we're good, we're good, we're good here. Yeah, so we want to be on the floor with I you, know. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> I think it's at this point that Mon, we can see her little spying ass. <laughs> Yes, it's so funny because like she just wants to spy. She doesn't want to be seen, but Dad mm-hmm. sees her and points her out immediately. <laughs> hey, Maude, what are you doing behind the wall there? Yeah, why don't you come down and come join us? <laughs> like, oh my uh, god, I forgot my note was yelling at the dad. It's in all caps. Let her watch the woman who broke her heart. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious because um, Kunsan looks up from the dog and they lock eyes with each other. And you know, honestly, like I would have forgiven her right then and there mm-hmm. because she looks so sad and so cute. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, all right, it's okay. <laughs> I know. I'm like super impressed at Mon's ability to just walk away because I would be like, one, you were being adorable just a fucking second ago, like w- with my family, with my dog. Now you look appropriately repentant. And you're always beautiful. Like, I don't know how much willpower I have. Actually, I have right, a lot. Exactly. But. <laughs> I don't. I, I absolutely do not. I've been like, all right. <laughs> I think that, like, what ends up happening is probably what would have happened with me. Because I, too, would have walked to the fridge and be like, nope. You yeah. can come to me. I'm just here to get water. I'm not, I'm not here for any other reason than the fact that I'm a little bit thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mon is just like in the fridge getting her water letting her dad talk to her um who he's also like you know your mom tells me you and kunsan fought but she's so nice she's coming here to apologize what a good boss she is she's, and he's like and look at the employee like and how she acts and responds acting so impolitely and like mon is just pouting because she's getting a lecture from her dad it's like so cute <laughs> Okay, but this, like, continues to, like, baffle me. Do they fucking know what's going on or not? Because how fucking normal is it for your boss to come over? I don't think it's that normal, but I I believe that they don't know. Mm -hmm. What they know is that Kunsam and Mon are boss and employee, that they're they're working on an important project together, Mm -hmm. that, you know... Kunsam called to ask if Mon could stay over a lot. Like the, she's basically over there all the time now. Mm-hmm. So they know they know that like Kunsam and Mon are close, but yeah. I think they think they're close in a friendship way or in a boss employee way. Okay, I guess. And then I could see myself being like, "Don't be rude to your boss just because you're mad over this stupid project." Um, <laughs> like that would be my assumption. Is like what they're fighting over, but yeah. Yeah. Mon just like looks over like Kunsam is looking back at her and I just can't. She looks like a sad little cute puppy. Like, will you talk to me now? Will you forgive me? (laughs) (laughs) But apparently she doesn't because our next scene um, is when 
they're in is it her bedroom like what is this room that has the sofa yeah it's her bedroom as part I, of her bedroom? I mean that sofa was in episode one I when know. yuki and mon come back from a concert is her bedroom massive yeah oh okay i keep forgetting how big i keep thinking of them as two separate rooms they're they're two separate spaces within the same room yeah okay i keep thinking of them as two separate rooms like like th- that there should be a door i'm like this room is just too big <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't accept <laughs> so there so mon is back up in her room and kunsam has come after her and mon is just like leave <laughs> But yeah. Sam comes up behind her and hugs her. <laughs> I know it's so cute. And she's just sadly like, why are you always telling me to go away? Like last time you told me to leave before I could finish what I had to say. And Mon's just like, well, I just wanted to go home. Like, don't I have the right to do even that? Or are you here to accuse me of some more things? <laughs> you know, she's still pissed. Like, <laughs> Yes. And I am glad that Mon is like, I'm glad that she's saying what she's saying because like, it's true. Like she's hurt and I appreciate that. Okay. So here's my question. When Kunsam says that she didn't get to finish what she was going to say about the wonton comment about how. Wonton. Wonton. What am I saying? Yeah. You're saying wontons like wonton soup <laughs> and it was like, it makes me laugh. <laughs> I like I do not understand when Kunsam says that she didn't get to finish her statement that she was going to say more shit like oh Wan Tong is beautiful and clever and hardworking I'm yeah. like this is a lie this is bullshit right oh yeah yeah absolutely Kunsam's trying to spin it so she could like be like oh, yes I said it but I I don't mean the cheating like because Mon's like oh yeah and she's a two-timer right and mm-hmm. and Kunsam's like uh oh you know about that like she basically is like um like like she was surprised that Mon knew that the story of the one tongue oh. <laughs> but no she's absolutely like let me see if I can spin this in a way that is positive, that I'm not just calling her a hoe. <laughs> she's trying so hard. She's fighting for her life. She's like, oh, she's really clever and hardworking, just like you, Mon. And that's why I love you. <laughs> okay. See, this is like another thing where like I'm particular. Like I'd be irritated because I'd like I'd be like, fucking liar. You weren't gonna say that shit. Well, did she said she didn't get to finish her sentence. No, I'd be so irritated if you were like, oh I didn't get to finish my sentence. I'd be like, no, you fucking did. If you have more shit to say now, say you've got more shit to say now. Jeez. You know what? I would have left. If I was going to someone like, fuck this shit. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, thank God Mon's Mon because she does not get concerned about the fact that Kunsan's full of shit right now and trying to save her ass. <laughs> Mon just starts crying. <laughs> yeah. And so Kunsan comes around and faces Mon and is like, starts to try to be cute, you know? It's like, wh- which one would you like me to be? Kunchan or Kunfen, which are the names of Wentong's two husbands. And she's like, or I can be the golden sun spirit, which is the unborn child who like becomes a guardian angel, I guess, throughout the story. Mm hmm. And so she starts to cutely go like, mommy, mommy, let's go home. Like, come on, let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I just like, oh, okay, okay. If I were mom, like, I don't think that I would have been able to move forward. I would have been like, stop acting cute so, like, I can forgive you. Like, this is fucking yeah. annoying. <laughs> like, it would not have gone well if it was me. <laughs> oh, it would uh, totally work for me. Um, <laughs> well, I just want to say, like, my notes here just say, like, gays really do the dumbest shit to try to get, be cute mm. and get forgiveness. They really do. They come up with the dumbest shit. Like, pretend to be a little baby ghost. <laughs> like, let's go home. <laughs> well apparently it works <laughs> it, yeah it works because mon like starts to smile but she re she tries to hide it because she's still mad you know <laughs> just like nope i'm gonna keep a straight face <laughs> i'm emotional because i'm just like god where you said like gays will really do anything to like try and make things right i'm like it is like so hard <sighs> I guess speaking for myself, when the people that I care about are upset, like, I want nothing more for them to be okay and for things to be better. And, like, I will try pretty much everything except to be cute. Um, and so. <laughs> <laughs> but the being cute is the thing. You won't try the thing that probably will work is what you're saying. Yeah, I've got a lot of pride. Um. It's like the one, the one thing that will probably work. Or or it's like your thing with the treats. You won't just give somebody a treat. <laughs> I'm in therapy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need this for you right now. <laughs> okay. So, but my note here is I want to cry because it's so hard to know how to make things right with your love. And I, my, and I said, I can never do cute because I'm such an angry hoe. But Kunzam wipes Mon's tears away and then apologizes for making her sad. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, let's go back to our home, you know, still pretending to be the little, little ghost the angel ghost thing. She's like, I'm so, I'm really easy to keep. I just need the <laughs> drink and boiled egg, which apparently is part of the story. Um, and Mon's like really struggling to maintain her resolve because Kunsan's being so fucking cute, like so sad and so cute, mm -hmm. so pretty. <laughs> yeah. And, and she's like, and, and she is. And I think this is the part that would get me is like, Kunsan is repentant. She's like, you know, she feels terrible about what she said. She couldn't sleep. She missed Mon. And then she admits that it came from a place of jealousy, acknowledges the jealousy that existed over Kirk, the jealousy that existed over Nope. Um, and I just feel like, there we go. Like, that's the thing that would get me is her communication and her acknowledgement of her shit. Yeah, that doesn't happen for a while, though. Um... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were there. Yeah. No. First, first, she says, like, oh, do you want me to be a dog again? Oh, yeah. Yes, and, and she's on her knees again, barking, or not exactly barking, but basically. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, this, this is Sham Sham, Sham Sham Mon, which is like, you know, Mon's Sham Sham, like being super, super cute and making these like puppy hand motions that I don't even know, like how she came up with it, but it's fucking adorable. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Mon like can't, can't hold it anymore. So she... Oops, Kunsam's nose, like mm -hmm. Shem Shem. <laughs> um, oh, but and that's the sign of like things are getting better. Like, yes, yes. oh my god, <laughs> the stress alleviates because we know yeah. that we are on the path to like resolving this. Yes, and to Kunsam's credit, like even though she tried to be cute and you know make excuses to get Kun get Mon to like 
smile at her or forgive her or whatever she still follows up with an actual apology mm-hmm. you know she's like i'm sorry i made you sad like it hurt me so much that i said those words too i couldn't sleep you know like i miss you so much like i don't know how or why i could have said those terrible things um i acted out of jealousy when i saw you with kirk and saw you with nope and i really just appreciate like the fact that she properly apologizes when she's fucked up yeah that that was the most meaningful part for me so kunsam is you know saying like she'll do whatever mon wants she just wants her to come back home you know forgive me and let's be together again she has this hopeful little smile on her face that i cannot handle like oh my god (laughs) so mon replies like do you really mean it when you said you'll do everything and kunsam nods and says "Mm -hmm, yeah i will And Mon finally lets herself smile fully. Okay, like, let's go then to your home. And Kunsam does the slightest little chuckle, which, like, kills me. Like, I don't know what it is about this little, like, chuckle. I, blah, blah. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) she puts her head. I know, it's just, like, so, like, so so much conveyed in such a little action. Um, And she puts her hand on Mon's face and replies, it's our home. And, ugh. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, this is going to upset you, but not going to lie, don't even remember the chuckle. (laughs) I guess maybe I didn't clock it as a chuckle. It's the little, like, tick of her mouth, I feel like. It's like a little scoff, I feel like. It's just like a, you know. Okay. Well, when Kunsam says our home, that is what kills me. I'm just like, (laughs) it's real. (laughs) Ours. And and Mon cries. You know, they both kind of cry and hug. And I love it. Well, I do love a lot of these interactions. I did really wish that Mon would have talked more about how she was hurt. Um, because for me, I think that, like, I think a lot about, like, fairness and, like, justice. And so for me, I'm just like, it doesn't sit well with me that this is all it takes to make amends when what Kunsam did was so hurtful. Uh, I will bring us back to the book, which may or may not offer you comfort, but in the book, a lot of it is through Mon's perspective, and basically, she's not viewing this experience as Kunsam hurt me. She's okay. viewing this fight, this argument as Kunsam doesn't love me anymore. Oh my god. Yes, Kunsam is mad at me and she doesn't love me. It's nothing about Mon's feelings how Kunsan made her feel. Um, so as soon as Kunsan says, it's very, it's, I have a lot of thoughts about this author and her work, but anyway, <laughs> basically when Kunsan says, like, I acted out of jealousy seeing you with Kirk and with Nope, that was like, mm. like a bubble burst in Mon's mind. Like, oh, like, I'm not mad. Any- I'm not upset anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she's jealous. It's basically Kirk's reaction to Kunsan. Yeah. Oh, she's jealous of me? Oh, wow. Like, great. She does she love loves me. me. She cares so much about Yeah, exactly. Oh, God, so that's disgusting. It's, it's very gross. I, I agree. So, <laughs> um, but I wanted to um, bring us back to that statement. Like, do you really mean it when you said you'll do everything? Mm-hmm. Because I want to ask you what you think Mon was referring to. 
You know, I honestly don't know that I gave it much thought at all. Um, I think that if I have to stop and think about it, I suppose that I would interpret it in this very moment to mean, will you choose me? You know, like, will will we truly be together? Because for me, it's very bizarre that the very next part is Mon being more aggressive, being more assertive, telling Kunsan what to do as far mm. as, like, their sexual activities. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how, what, what, like, I can't help but make that connection that right now you're crying upset, thinking I'm going to get back at Kunsan by, like, dominating her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if that is what it is i think that's really weird it's super bizarre but yeah i'm just gonna pretend like that's not it because i can't See? go down that like that doesn't make any sense i was gonna say think less be happier <laughs> <laughs> um oh but i wanted to say like this scene where um Kunsam says it's our home is the start of my all-time favorite mom's mon sam edit okay the music it's to the music um this is how you fall in love is it to that song fuck you yeah yes <laughs> why are you saying fuck you because i love that song so fucking much it's so emotional they also used it for q2 with Druck. um anyways go on <laughs> you just insulted me <laughs> no it was a compliment fuck you go on <laughs> oh okay well no i just i love it so much because it um it starts with this scene and then kind of a montage of how they met and fell in love and then comes back to this scene and it's beautiful and I love it. And I'm if maybe I'll go find it and I'll post it on Twitter or like I'll quote retweet it on Twitter. Yeah, quote retweet it on Twitter, post like tag like link it to our Instagram. I can't find words. Yeah. <laughs> I I it I love this edit so much and it like makes me sad. The content makes me sad, and also, like, that person's not really a fan anymore, and that makes me sad, too. Oh, oh that's really depressing. Yeah. <laughs> you better download and save that shit before that account goes. I know, right? I don't know how to tell. <laughs> like, I don't know how people do this, like, pull pull shit from social media, but whatever. Like, it's, it's ingrained in my mind. It's okay. <laughs> but what about me? Screen record for me. <laughs> Okay, is this it? Are we done with part one? Yeah, we're done with part one. Okay. Do, 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 do. This is a drink break. Okay, let's go. Are we going to pause? pause? Yeah. All right. So now we've gone to our home. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Kunsam leads Mon out to the pool area um, with her eyes closed where a table's been brought out for dinner. And I just think it's hilarious to think about, like, the fact that she had to get a housemaid to, like, come prepare this dinner for them. Like, Mm -hmm. what must the housemaid think of what's going on? Like, oh, please prepare candlelight dinner and a a hundred candles for my coworker who's coming over to stay. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no, but, like, seriously, like, I'm imagining that, like, Kunsan life prior to Mon must have been so, like, routine. You know, like, there was no need to communicate, like, any kind of unexpected things and definitely not any kind of romantic-ass shit. Right. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, Mon is, like, 
you know, pleasantly surprised that there's dinner. And Kunsam is so happy, like a little kid. It's super cute. Kunsam's pulling out Mon's chair for her, and she presents her with a gift. Which I just want to say on behalf of all people who love saving boxes and bags that are nice, there ain't no way that this box came with this gift. <laughs> she had to have saved this nice box from a prior item and is like, oh, this is a great box to put this gift in. I don't even know if I'm going to keep this because I feel like such a bitch. This is the cheap ass bracelet that Mon was interested in. And I understand <laughs> why Kunsam didn't want to buy it. And this is not an appropriate box to put that gift in. Right? Because it's a nice ass box. <laughs> because the box belonged in the trash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but you actually hate the bracelet? Yeah. It's just a bracelet with a heart on it. Like, what do you hate about it? It looks cheap and it's a heart. Oh, I mean, it does look cheap, but <laughs> and it's a heart. It's, this, it's a symbol of their love. <laughs> mm. <laughs> look, I think that it's doubly loving that she went and bought it, even though she also has feelings towards it. And then she's willingly putting it on herself, mm -hmm. like next to her freaking like Gucci <laughs> shoes and I'm sure luxury outfits and purses and whatever is this cheap ass bracelet. <laughs> yeah. And also like, it, I just like, I feel like the need to defend myself. Like I hardly wear any jewelry and none of my shit is expensive. I just really don't like this bracelet. Like I just don't. Yeah. Um, so that's okay. <laughs> well i just never want to be mean to someone because like what if they like this bracelet or like you know like not everyone can afford nice jewelry so i don't want it to be too mean <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer our opinions are our own <laughs> but i mon i legitimately forgot about her propensity to ask like dumbass questions mm. she's like why are you giving me this and I'm just like, why the fuck do you think, Mon? It's an apology gift. What do you... <laughs> yeah, obviously. What do you mean? I'm showing you that I listen to you and I care about you and I bought this thing that you liked. What are you even talking about? <laughs> Maybe she just wants to hear it. Like, that that's what excuses it for me. She just wants to hear Ugh. it said. Ugh. So, like... Whatever. <laughs> well, for me, I just felt like they looked at each other awkwardly for a bit. Before Kunsam is like, so after we finish eating, should we drink? And I was yeah. like, AKA have sex? <laughs> like, is that what you're saying? It's like, we've made yeah, up, should we have sex? That's 100% what she's saying. She's because she's present, she's like, I've prepared it. And she presents the stupid, like, <laughs> Mekong bottle and glasses. And again, I'm like, we need to have a tell out with this housemaid because you know she was like, prepare the Mekong for me. <laughs> Prepare the Mekong. <laughs> uh yes. It is all there ready and, and Kunsam starts pouring. Yeah. And um I mean they are being kind of awkward and nervous around each other. And Mon points it out. She's like, it's kind of funny, like someone as outwardly calm as Kunsam can be nervous and anxious trying to like be nice to me or please me or whatever. I mean, come on, mom, mom, do you not like see the power you hold? Like, come on. It, it's been long enough for you to recognize the power you fucking have here. I know. I know. She needs to stop asking these like obvious questions and just realize she's in control of this relationship. Like, yeah, own <laughs> that shit. 
yeah, she tells Kunsum <laughs> that she can stop being nice because she already forgave her. Um, but then does yeah. say that she needs to be punished about it since she cried all Oh, night. my God. <laughs> Mon makes a statement like, I'm really like, I see your efforts at trying to be honest and not going around in circles and admitting that you are acting out of jealousy. And for me, I'm just kind of like, why is that better? Like, we all know she was acting out of jealousy. Like, I don't know. I just felt mad about it. Well, this is how I feel about Mon is just like, kind of like how you say she asks obvious questions. I feel like she doesn't get things that are so fucking obvious. Right. Like, I don't know if she really doesn't get it or she needs to hear it for some weird reason. Yeah. I mean, I guess the, the kindness that I could offer is that, you know, she's never been in a relationship, period, much less a relationship with a woman. And so maybe, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people who just, I mean, you question a lot of things. I can, I can understand that to some degree. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so you well, are saying, go ahead. I'm just like fucking thrown where Mon is just like suddenly like, but you do have to be punished since I cried all night. <laughs> I know. And meanwhile, Kunsam is still like stuck at the part where she says she needed to be punished, blinking a million <laughs> times. Like, what, what, what? Like, <laughs> oh, God. I don't think that I realized that we were going to go for a sexy punishment. <laughs> uh, mm hmm. <laughs> like, I was just like, you know, from part one, like, Oh, you know, Mon, you didn't get to share your piece, and Kunsam needs to truly understand the consequences of her behavior, and blah blah blah. And then we get to this, and I was like, "Oh, okay, so what a weird jump!" You went and you forgave her. Now you guys are having a meal, and now you're going to get into the fact that she really hurt your feelings. So when she said punishment, I was thinking like punishment, like actual consequences. <laughs> oh my god! I <laughs> really. There has never been a time where I'm not thinking it's a sexual thing. I don't know. Even at times where it's like in exceedingly obvious it's not a sexual thing. Like I'll be in a lecture. Like, oh, you need to receive punishment for skipping class. I'm like, mm, what kind of punishment? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like no, there's my mind. never an in no, there's my mind is in the gutter. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. My mind does not live in the gutter. My mind is a bit oblivious. I was a band kid like oh that says it all you know this is yeah i i can't get out of the gutter i'm stuck there <laughs> oh man okay so i was thinking that we were gonna have some like legitimate punishment and so then she makes kunsum close her eyes and she walks her over to the edge of the pool and like pushes her in and still i don't think it's going sexy <laughs> what you just thought it was like, haha, like push you into the pool. Yeah, I thought it was Mon's pathetic attempt at getting revenge, where Mon is Aww. so stupid, she doesn't know how to like actually punish a person for fucking shit up. And she's just like, here's my cute way of punishing you. Oops, you're in a pool now. That's hilarious. Oh, God. Kuzam like yelps a little bit as she goes down, which I thought was so cute. But she's like, what are you doing? Why did you do this? Like, and stop laughing at me because Mon's cracking up. Like, Yeah. <laughs> so Mon is saying, like, you always force people to do things. This is you having to do things. And like, I think when Kuzam starts like walking towards the, the, the entrance of the pool to get out. Yeah, Mon's she looks so stop. cute. Like, Cause she's just a head sticking out of the water and she sticks her tongue out at Mon like, <gasps> Oh yeah, that was so cute. 
Yes, that was the <laughs> cutest thing. Um, see, didn't think that was sexual. It was just a cute little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like you threw me in a pool. It was not until Mon says to her to stop getting out and that that's in order. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, are we doing? Are we doing a thing? <laughs> uh, yeah, Kunsam also is like because she stops in her track, like, huh? Like her face. She's like, what? What? What's happening right now? <laughs> All right, well, Kunsam and I were on the same fucking page. We're like, yes. it was all fun and games until then. I mean, it's so, it's so, like, because Mon has such a baby face. Mm-hmm. So when she's like, that's an order, I was like, <laughs> I don't know how to take it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is, like, another thing. I don't know if I'll keep in. But, like, so Mon, when she walks into the pool, you know how they kind of, like, zoom into her legs, but, like, also pan out so you can see her walking in? Yeah, her legs are just like so skinny. They make me think of a child's. <laughs> That's a weird comment of considering what's about to happen. <laughs> but what I want to um, steer us towards right now is pool safety. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, okay, okay. But remember, in like earlier episodes, I was like, you guys can be horsing around around the pool, right? <laughs> so today, not only did Mon push somebody into the pool, mm-hmm. we also finally get to have a shot from the pool towards like the stairs. Okay. And it is clearly, clearly too far of a step to get in and out of the pool. I don't like, fucking remember. The reason that the camera pans in and out for mon to get into the pool is because she can't fucking step down into the pool she has to bend down like leverage <laughs> herself through her, with her arm to like get down into the pool because oh it's too God. fucking steep <laughs> who designed this fucking pool that's what i'm saying they needed like at least two extra steps or they needed some sort of ladder <laughs> you're getting so practical in this moment <laughs> it's so fucking ridiculous <laughs> so Mon disregards safety and just goes yeah. ahead and wades towards Kunsam. And she she's like approaching Kunsam like she's prey. Like her her whole demeanor changes, her face changes and I Kunsam is like wide-eyed like what is happening. I am also wide-eyed like what is happening. Like cuz this, this this is Mon we're talking about, right? She's supposed to be this innocent kid. Like I what is happening? <laughs> Yeah, I think very much a lot of my reaction to this is just like, what is she doing? Like, I just, I just, I'm just like, what are you doing? This is not you, Mon. I think in the second watch around, I'm like, oh, okay, this is you, but this is like your first foray into being Toppy Mon. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so like, I don't know. I like, I honestly don't even know how to talk about this because I think that I'm just so like, what is happening throughout all of it? Well, I think for me, like, once there's a shift, like, once Mon begins to walk towards Kunsam, there's a shift in her demeanor, and she sort of embodies, like, the top energy, mm-hmm. lol. <laughs> like, so for me, I, I can start to, like, I mean, I'm I'm reacting the same as Kunsam, which is what the fuck is happening, but, like, I don't think I... Any thoughts of her being, like, innocent or have a baby face or whatever kind of goes away because she's, mm-hmm. like you know (laughs) taking charge 
Yeah, I, I guess I can say that I also am viewing this kind of like Hoonsam where I'm just like so taken aback and like I don't know what's happening. And so then like once Mon like starts taking that initiative and starts kissing Hoonsam, I'm like, oh, okay, shit. Well, good for y'all. Go ahead. <laughs> Get it. I mean, she really starts kissing. Like, they're mm-hmm. hungry for each other. They're going at each other. Like, hands are everywhere. Like, they're wrapped around each other, moving in the water. It's it's pretty hot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And so, like, Mon guides them towards the edge of the pool, I guess. And she pushes Kunsam against the wall. And she's gripping Kunsam's neck or hair so hard that you can see her, like, her, like, hand flexing. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i did not even notice that uh, mm. <laughs> you pay more attention <laughs> it's on i just oh god yeah sorry it is <laughs> um so there's an angle shift and you see mon's right hand start to slide under the water which honestly like i did not realize what was happening the first time i watched it i think maybe i was still so caught off guard by mon's assertiveness but mm-hmm. clearly, like, they're starting to have sex in the pool, which I was not expecting Mon to do or initiate. <laughs> ah, interesting. I, see, I think that once, like, I think that once Mon started kissing her, I realized, like, what was happening and where we were going. And I think that I, I, I feel as if, though, I can say I really appreciated the way this went down because I feel as if there was a sexy pool scene without being overly sexualized like Mm. i'm just thinking about oh fuck what was that movie oh my god i'm gonna like totally age myself is it called wild things the one with that um, yeah 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 i've never seen it but i know what you're talking about exactly i don't know that i've seen it either but i know that scene um and then swim fan i feel like that's like another one that comes to mind when i think about the whole sex scene so like i felt like this was sexy without being overly gratuitous um yeah, like, I feel like this is something that Gap really excels at, like, showing just enough to leave the rest to the imagination. hmm I agree. Like, the arm, so Mon's, like, arm on the wall, like, shows that assertiveness. Kunsam tilting her head back shows, mm-hmm. like, that, like, desire. And then that hesitation where Kunsam, like, stops her and says, I've never done this before. Like, I've never done this, you know? I will say that I hesitated and I was like, what do you mean you've never done this sober? Like, <laughs> like that's all I could think of. No, she's never like been on the receiving end. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know. But like my instinct was just to be like, I've never, I've never done, done it this sober. sober. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's probably also true, but they did have, they did have like a whole glass earlier. So they might be drunk now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like you know, but like that, I I appreciate all of those little moments of like you know like sexiness, vulnerability. I really appreciate it as well. I think it's so well done. Yeah, and and so like you know they they keep kissing and Mon just is really taking that initiative, <laughs> just taking that lead. Yeah, and Kunsam is like she she's like you know her brows are furled, she's breathing sharply, leaning her head back. Like they are, they are. They are into it. They're in it. Like I, <laughs> I am very like good for you, Kunsam. <laughs> I just feel like the scene is so well shot. Like Kunsam and Mon's movements and reactions to each other are so fluid. Like this scene feels like it was so well coordinated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really appreciate that because nothing will take you out more <laughs> than a really shittily shot 
romantic scene. Yes, like when you can really tell that they're not even touching each other barely, mm-hmm. like hands are in the <laughs> wrong positions, like come on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And and I and so then we go from the pool to like the sofa robe time. <laughs> the sofa robe time. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my header is robe time. <laughs> oh, mine is top mon rising. Oh, that's a better header. I was a little tired. (laughs) So I love, I love Kunsam. We know that. So like the way that it's framed, like her on that sofa, like with her arm on the back of the sofa and just kind of like leaning back, like just that framing alone was gorgeous to me. It's so beautiful. And like, you can tell that she's unclothed thing but you can't really see anything either Mm -hmm. yes exactly like this is what i mean like they've done a beautiful job at revealing just enough but not too much um i do have a side note for uv (laughs) okay i i noticed that their hair is dry (laughs) oh my god i didn't and that's annoying (laughs) and i was like oh did they take a shower did they dry their hair i wonder if he's thinking about this (laughs) i did not but i am so bothered now (laughs) thanks for making me think about that anytime (laughs) i think that i was just too busy like being happy for kunsam like and her just like leaning back and enjoying herself you know we don't see mom we know what's happening (laughs) (laughs) um so things kind of get amped up and and dramatic piano music plays oh that's right that music okay so when i first watched this i was like what in the fuck is this music i don't know what your reaction was when you first watched this okay first watched it no idea second time i watched it no idea you and i had a conversation about prepping for this podcast and you said oh i have things to say about the music so when i rewatched it and that's when i noticed it <laughs> oh, oh oh like just noticed it at all i mean or have like, thoughts about it so like if i noticed it when i originally watched it which i assume that i did i clearly did not notice it in a way that created any kind of long-lasting impression or thoughts so that when you pointed it out to me and i rewatched it and i and i heard it and i noticed it but then I was like, oh, this must be what Havoc's talking about. And then that's when I thought about it. So, like, I recognized the music, but I, I didn't really think about it much until mm-hmm. I realized you were thinking about it. I mean, I'm at this point where I'm wondering if I'm overthinking about it mm-hmm. <laughs> and just giving everybody who works on Gap the series way too much credit. <laughs> I mean, I have thoughts about it now. I'm curious what you oh, think you okay. might be overthinking. Okay, yeah. So... I mean, like we've already said, the the shots are beautiful. Like Kunsam's head, shoulder, and arm form a natural route for like the audience's eyes to travel, like down her body mm-hmm. through the length of the sofa. So as I'm watching this, I'm hearing the music and and also hearing like the gasping breaths in between that mm-hmm. to me almost feel like symbols. Okay. Like the little bang, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know what symbols are. <laughs> you know what fuck you (laughs) um which i don't think i heard the first time i watched because i was watching it on a tv and i just didn't hear all the breathing that was in (laughs) multiple episodes that i had no idea about (laughs) um but anyway um 
Kunsam's got these like small subtle movements like she's grabbing at the sofa she's making facial expressions we're like being pulled in and between her actions and the music we're feeling the building of tension yeah I would agree with you like it is building tension so like while I didn't pay attention to the music like very much apparently on my own once you said it and I rewatched it and I actually gave it more thought I was like oh yeah like they're using this music in a way to get the audience (laughs) to like that climax and like yeah and I just like again kind of speaking about the balance between sexual but not overly gratuitous like again I think this is a thing where like we don't need to see anything too graphic we don't need to hear any kind of excessive like you do hear some breathiness but you don't hear like excessive moans or Mm -hmm. um cursings or anything like that but with or nudity really yeah but with the music they are clearly taking you on the path to a climax yes like the music is almost acting as um uh, I don't I don't know. The music is almost acting as like the it's created a second sensory tool, like as a mm-hmm. second sensory aid in addition to visual to like put us into the scene, put us into the 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 feelings and thoughts of these two people who are having an I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to be polite about it, but like at the end of the day, they're showing you that she's having a fucking orgasm without you having to hear her have an orgasm. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess that's true. I am trying to be polite about it. Yeah, yeah, like the the music is building and building and building, building towards the the pinnacle essentially, mm-hmm. um, because like throughout the scene, we're singing Kunsam different angles, different reactions. Like you know, like there are parts where her she's kind of backlit and it's you, it's hard to see her there's parts where she's staring down at mon with such a look of desire that i mm-hmm. couldn't handle it um <laughs> there's parts where she's like biting her fucking finger yeah which i need her to stop doing that immediately like <laughs> it's not okay <laughs> i'm not gonna keep this in but for me her biting her finger felt so like inauthentic i couldn't get into it really interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you can keep it in. I mean, it's your it's your thoughts about it. But like what did speak to me were the moments in which she was grasping at Mon's hands. So mm. like when they interlace their fingers, I think that when um her when Mon's hand is at Kunsan's neck and she's like there with her, like saying yes more. <laughs> yes. She Mon's hand comes up to Kunsam's neck and she grabs it and squeezes it. She squeezes mm-hmm. Mon's hand so then Mon's squeezing her neck. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So what I want to kind of go back to the music part though is to say, I don't think that you're overthinking it at all. Music is such an essential part of like meet like visual media because it moves you and like it creates the tone like sets the scene for how we're supposed to feel about what's happening on screen so like I absolutely think that was intentional and I think it was a very smart intentionality because they didn't use like um like a song song you know like modern kind of music with lyrics and things like that they use what I imagine is a classical piece where it has that very rapid keys of like piano like I think it was an I fucking love that. I'm glad you said yeah. it to me in advance because like 
had I not rewatched it, I would have been like, oh, didn't, didn't even notice. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned the rapidness of the music because the scenes start to get more and more rapid as well. Mm-hmm. It the, They're cutting in and out between the hands and the couch scene, holding hands again, the chest, mm-hmm. you know, like all of the things we're already obsessing about, like we're going with the music and yes. shots are getting more and more like, I want to say disorganized. Like they're just kind of coming in, yeah. peppering in like it, because like, that's kind of what happens. You start to like lose it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> as you build towards a climax. I feel like it's such a fantastic portrayal of passion. Mm-hmm. Like I'm honestly like amazed about it. Yeah. No, I think I think it's a fantastic. I really do love it. And um try to see uh, okay, where are we at with regards to like where they're <laughs> like cuz cuz I we were talking about the neck squeezing. But then I also saw like there is one point where Kunsam's like barely in frame anymore because she's like in like in the throes, <laughs> you know what I mean? But then yeah. we close up on Kunsan's face where she like ha- finishes, you know, deep inhales and finishes and her eyes open just in time for the ending notes of the song, which mm. I thought, oh my God, perfection. Yeah. Like- <laughs> oh, I, m- I missed that little tidbit. Okay. That sounds good. Okay. So like, <laughs> so for me, this is like when Mon... <laughs> When Mon like reappears, <laughs> yeah, she comes up for air. <laughs> yeah, when Mon comes up to breathe, like I appreciated the way she looked because I felt like she very much exuded that feeling of just like that, like mixed feeling of like satisfaction and like fatigue, but also like still desiring more. Is that is that mm-hmm. too much to say? <laughs> No, I mean, I felt like she was very proud of herself for oh, what yeah. she accomplished. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to say a thing that you're going to disagree with me about, but I don't care. So, okay. like, the whole where, Kun, like, Kunsan, I think, is, like, trying to cover herself up. And then Mon is like, like, no, let me. I took it off. Let me put it back on. I know people have to think that's fucking sexy. And I really just don't. Are you serious? You, I think no, it's I so hot. No, like I took it off. I'll put it on. Like you still belong to me. I'll do what I, I know. want. With you. It work for me. <laughs> oh Jesus! Like I'd be like, shut the fuck up. No, what? <laughs> anyway, you're wrong for your opinion. Your very wrong opinion. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm in the minority. You know what? Mm, I was gonna say maybe all the tops will agree with me. Oh, because you're such a top that you can't. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, um, so they start kissing each other. Um, it's getting a little bit intense again. Like, <laughs> I feel like Kunsan pulls Mon in by her robe to, to like deepen their kisses, but she definitely has to push Mon off of her so that she could fucking breathe. <laughs> yeah. I, Again, I appreciate this. I'm like, God, these kisses are so fucking aggressive. Mon is being so toppy and so pleased with herself. But Kunzam needs to fucking breathe. She is overwhelmed. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, I need a minute, please. Like, <laughs> uh, And again, I just really appreciate that. Like, I think that that's realistic to be like, like, oh, you know, done this thing. Okay, now it's time for the for the like the fall. Like, what do you call that? Like, you know, the dip. 
And then, but then they're like, oh no, we're kissing again. Oh no, it's escalating. Nope. It's building again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't have the energy for that. We need to stop. Right. Need a moment, please. Like, damn, I don't know what possessed Mon, but Jesus, <laughs> it's, it's fucking hot. Um. <laughs> okay. Okay. But now I'm thinking about how you said when she said to Kunsam the whole, like, do you mean you'll give me anything? Do you feel like she was really waiting for Kunsam to like consent or agree to No no, I don't. I don't think it has anything to do with sex. But I'm just laughing about the fact that this is what follows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Okay. It just Why- makes me laugh thinking about like how Mon is already plotting. <laughs> But okay. no, I don't think that she really thinks this. Well, okay. So then my next thought is, why do you think that we got to see such a toppy mon right now? So let's get into it and because it'll it'll become clear. Okay. Um, so they're cuddling a little bit. Mon's very proud of herself. Kunsam's still trying to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> and Kunsam asks, like, are you sure that you're no longer upset with me? Um, because what happened just now was pretty hardcore. <laughs> she didn't say that. I kind of. I just thought it was cute. <laughs> like, it was like, because I mean, seriously, because it's like, what what happened to to Mon? Like, why? Mm-hmm. How, what, did you Google this? Like, how did you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, she Googled it. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Of course, she Googled it because. Oh no, no, she had instructions from Yuki on how to do this. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So Mon answers like. Oh, yeah, my bad, but, like, it was intentional. So, I guess your question was why, like, how come she was so assertive? Hold on. I have Mon apologizes. She didn't mean it. And I said, why? The sex? No, she says, I'm sorry, I did mean it. Oh, okay, okay. Got that wrong. So, yeah, and the Chinese translation is more like, I did it on purpose. Hmm, Okay. Yeah. So I think she's saying she intentionally decided to take a more like in charge role, like a more dominant role as a way to like I don't I don't really know as a way to what? Punish her? Like is this part of the punishment? Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I truly have no idea. Like and again, it's like is that what she meant? Like did she mean that Kunsan was going to listen to her and she's going to prove it by being a top? Like, yeah, it's hmm. bizarre. <laughs> Hold on. I want to think about this. Give me give me a second to think. I mean, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I took like what, like less than a minute to try and think about it. I, I think that I may sit and give it a much more concerted thought because I know that people will say that top bottom discourse is unnecessary and kind of like reinforces i think like by like you know um, like two very separate type of identities when like there's much more gray and whatever but i do think that there is a bit of this kind of like there are things about a person that contribute to the propensity for topping or bottoming I think, mm-hmm. in my opinion, um, I was like, I don't know how well formulated this opinion is. Um, so, like, I just when I think of, 
about being very toppy, I also think about control. And so I wonder if there's any kind of sense for Mon now that they've made amends of this wanting to have more control in their dynamic and not necessarily like I want to have control of this dynamic, but like, I wonder if there's some underlying, I feel like this is like not a, a properly formulated thought. So I probably will just cut it all out. But like, do you, do you mean that Mon is deciding to take a less passive role in their relationship and maybe become a more active participant in it? I don't know. Maybe that is what I'm saying is her taking a more active stance in their relationship. I feel like as I was listening, you try to verbalize your thoughts. I was thinking like, I wonder if this was in a way for her to like, it's a little bit what I said where she's trying to take a more active role, but yeah. I wonder if it's also that, it also do it does go back to control, like you said. Like she doesn't want to be this victim who just like is at a at the whims of Kunsam. Like she wants to be like quote unquote in charge, even in this small way. Like she realized that she because earlier I had said that she like holds the power in the relationship and she she maybe yeah. not doesn't realize it. And maybe this is her like whether conscious or not, maybe this was her way to kind of take that control mm -hmm. and sort of express it like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I definitely want to think about it a little bit more because I am very curious because you are right. You know, how did we go from very nervous hesitant mon um to this? And I mean, I, I think that there's a lot to say as well about like when a situation is new, like you don't know what you like and you don't know what you want and you don't know what this like dynamic is, like everything is new. So it could just be her, you know, having had some experiences and then going like, I think I want this and then going after and be like, fuck yeah, I want this. Um, right. Who knows? But that is a good point because they're learning they're mm -hmm. the, each other's first relationships and they don't really know what they like at all so they maybe are just learning what they like exactly and yeah. i was gonna uh i was gonna point out just the stark difference between them because like when kunsam took the lead she treated mon like a gentle little fragile <laughs> flower you know but when mon took the lead she's fucking like throwing her in pools throwing her on sofas like she's just like whatever like I i'm on i'm in charge here like <laughs> mon's like you're strong kunsam <laughs> just like and, and and i wonder if it goes even deeper than that like you know like that mon has this image of being like this fragile thing that needs mm -hmm. to be protected but we but we know that she's strong she's strong mm -hmm. in a different way and and this maybe is sort of an outward expression of her strength in a way oh that's an interesting thought because we have talked about like the different ways of being strong and how mon can mm -hmm. very much be perceived as not being strong but her strength is is maybe one that people don't see so easily um <laughs> when I think about her strength versus Kunsam's feeling of weakness, like I feel like this is an, an interesting contrast to think about. Yeah, I wish I would have thought about this more in advance to have better thoughts, but um, good things <laughs> to think about between uh, you know now and our next episode. Mm -hmm. Alrighty, so <laughs> overwhelmed and satisfied, Kunsam says, "I'll break up with Kirk." 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this is it. This is this this does it. <laughs> Mom looks surprised. Yeah, I know, but I don't understand why because she's already said a couple of times that she's going to break up with Kirk. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least this time, Mon doesn't say anything about it. You know, she kind of just keeps quiet, like, okay, like, let it play out. Yeah. I really love the way Kunsan wraps her arms around Mon and holds her and, like, the little kisses. And I, I know. I thought it was adorable. It's so cute. Like, you know, Kunsan loves her so much. But then the camera pans to the Mekong and I'm fucking laughing again. <laughs> why? Be- what do you mean why? It's because of the, I don't know. Like the Mekong cracks me up. I don't know what it is. It's just the fact they have to drink to have sex is like hilarious to me. <laughs> what? I thought that I was like, oh, I love that they pan to the liquor bottle because they hardly drank any. Oh, I didn't pay attention to how much was left. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this is the first time I feel like I noticed something you didn't. I feel fairly <laughs> confident in saying that they pan to the bottle to show that they hardly drank any, showing that they don't need alcohol to have sex, that they're progressing oh. in their relationship, in their comfort with each other, in like all those things. Interesting. Yeah, I felt like it was like a visual representation of the progression of their relationship. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's great. <laughs> are you are you giving me like a teacher kind of voice? Like, good job. You no, no, I'm star. I'm genuinely impressed. Like, because I didn't. I'm just busy laughing. Uh, okay. Well, I feel fairly confident that I am correct in my <laughs> assessment. <laughs> All right. So now we go to uh, work, and um, Kunsam's entering her office where there are roses on her desk, which. I immediately knew her from Kirk and not Mon. Did you also? Oh, of course. Because of why course. would Mon give her flowers at work? That makes no sense. <laughs> oh, no. Let a girl be romantic. No. That's not how Mon would be romantic. Um, so she get there's a card on the flowers. And of course, it's from Kirk. And it says, you're so cute when you're jealous. I want to make you jealous again. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Kirk? What's wrong with you? <laughs> He's just living in his fucking dream world of like, where Kunsam cares about him. I know. It's like, oh, like, we're so in love. We're going to get married. No. (laughs) So Kunsam is visibly annoyed. And that's when Kirk walks in. She's like, and he's like, oh, you like it? And no, dude, no. Read her face. (laughs) Yeah. He's just like, yeah, it's been forever since we've been romantic. So I wanted to buy you flowers. I want to have dinner with you. (laughs) Yeah, Kusam's like arms crossed, like no expression, like thanks, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and Kirk's like, you know, how how about instead of thanks, let, it's let's have dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, like wherever you want to go, I'll let you decide. Um, and he doesn't really give her a chance to say no because he's like, we've been fighting so much, like we need some time together so that we can like get back on the same page, kind of. And then. We see. <laughs> okay, well, before we see the thing I'm being dramatic about, <laughs> first we see Auntie Me telling Chin that his desk is dirty. And then we see <laughs> Nita entering the office building. And I also am just like dying though, because like when you see Nita walk in, I think you can also see Mon. And they are the only two people in bright ass clothing. Yes. And Mon's yeah. like too busy watching Kunsam and Kirk. I don't know if she can see them, but she's so. busy like looking at the office. 
<laughs> just <laughs> wishing she had x-ray vision to know what was happening right just staring wistfully like in the middle of the freaking office and nita meanwhile is walking up like a boss and she's like excuse me very <laughs> loudly like i want to see the ceo mom long seminon right now please i have no appointment no meeting no forewarning get me the boss <laughs> right attend to me and so mon like i think she recognizes nita's voice so she turns around she's like oh fuck <laughs> yes and did you notice did you notice in the scene how nita had clocked the um, bracelet on her wrist oh absolutely yeah. she clocks it immediately um I don't really know why at this point because she's you know maybe she just notices that it's a cheap bracelet <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say it was like it was like maybe it was so cheap <laughs> it, it offended but why would that be greatly. surprising because mon's not well off like why would it be surprising if she's wearing this bracelet you know well i don't know that she's surprised that mon is wearing the bracelet so much as that she's offended she's to be in the same it. presence <laughs> <laughs> she's offended <laughs> Like, damn <laughs> i know i feel so mean i don't want to be no, mean to people it's okay that's your opinion um oh but i do want to point out that nita talks to mon like she's like some stranger child that like oh yes like just like some ra random stranger kid on the street because she's like oh hello again little mon little mon <laughs> yeah exactly but like in chinese sounds so much worse because it's like um so in the in the Thai term is Luke, which is like, you know how you address somebody like Kun or P or Nong? Like Luke is the address for a child. Oh. Like literal child. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, which, I, to be fair, people do do this as a term of affection. Like, oh, look at, like, and, and like even fans will be like calling Beck a kiddo. Mm -hmm. But like from Nita, it sounds so condescending. <laughs> not gonna lie it makes me love nita even more uh, <laughs> i mean she is rude honestly she's got my heart honestly i love her too because she's so good at being the villain like yeah <laughs> and not even a real villain really you know what i mean like she just wants to talk to kunsam like she just and, and be her business partner <laughs> is that really is that really all no she wants, she wants to get with her of course yeah. but like why does that make her a villain we all want to get with her like, <laughs> If that's all um, it takes to make you a villain, call me a villain. Exactly. I'm in my villain era. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she, the, in the Chinese, in Chinese, it's like Xiaopengyo, which is like, literally, like, if you, like, you wouldn't really ask a child for directions. But if you were asking somebody for directions, you'd be like, hey, like, little kid in the yellow hat, how do I get to the library? Like, that's how Nita is speaking to Mon. <laughs> womp womp poor little mon <laughs> i called her little mon too and i didn't even do it on I know. Purpose. <laughs> this just feels right i'm sorry it does i know <laughs> okay so that's the end of part two i was like <laughs> this is like so weird because this is a this is havoc and v from the future because we recorded parts three and four but there was just so much content and the only way I could feel comfortable with not cutting this uh, this podcast episode like a ton was for us to do two separate episodes. So we're going to stop it here and release part one covering parts one and two of Gap episode nine. And 
I had a lot of fun talking about parts one and two and hope you all enjoy listening to it. Um, yeah, I was really resistant about the idea of splitting this up into two parts at first. But when V told me that she was going to cut our five hours worth of recording down to two hours for the episode, I was like, you know what, that sounds like a great idea to split it up. <laughs> if that means we can keep most of that five hours in, um, then great, I'm all for it. So yes, hope y'all enjoy it. Um, like I said, we've already recorded uh, parts three and four, so you shouldn't be waiting very long for that to be released. And we look forward. Oh, well, of course, please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, um, comment, engage with us, rate, review us. And we look forward to being with you in the next one. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.